0: Question 114 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde, Triates on the Cardinal of Virtues, The Virtue of Justice. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde, Triates on the Cardinal of Virtues, The virtue of justice by st thomas aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question 114 of the friendliness which is called affability in two articles we must now consider the friendliness which is called affability and the opposite vices which are flattery and quarreling Concerning friendliness or affability, there are two points of inquiry. First, whether it is a special virtue. Second, whether it is a part of justice. First article, whether friendliness is a special virtue. Objection one, it seems that friendliness is not a special virtue. For the philosopher says in Ethics 8.3 that the perfect friendship is that which is on account of virtue. Now any virtue is the cause of friendship, since the good is lovable to all, as Dionysius states in On the Divine Names 4. Therefore, friendliness is not a special virtue, but a consequence of every virtue. Objection to further. The philosopher says in Ethics 4, six, of this kind of friend that he takes everything in a right manner, both from those whom he loves and from those who are not his friends. Now it seems to pertain to simulation that a person should show signs of friendship to those whom he loves not, and this is incompatible with virtue. Therefore this kind of friendliness is not a virtue. Objection three further virtue observes the mean according as a wise man decides, as is stated in Ethics two six. Now it is written in Ecclesiastes seven five The heart of the wise is where there is mourning, and the heart of fools where there is mirth. Wherefore it belongs to a virtuous man to be most wary of pleasure as is stated in ethics to 9 now this kind of friendship according to the philosopher again in ethics 4 6 is essentially desirous of sharing pleasures but fears to give pain therefore this kind of friendliness is not a virtue on the contrary the precepts of the law are about acts of virtue. Now it is written in Ecclesiasticus 4, seven, make thyself affable to the congregation of the poor. Therefore affability, which is what we mean by friendship, is a special virtue. I answer that as stated above in question 109 article 2 as well as in the pars prima secunde question 55 article 3 since virtue is directed to good wherever there is a special kind of good there must needs be a special kind of virtue now good consists in order as stated above in question 109 article 2 and it behooves man to be maintained in a becoming order towards other men as regards their mutual relations with one another in point of both deeds and words so that they behave towards one another in a becoming manner. Hence the need of a special virtue that maintains the becomingness of this order, and this virtue is called friendliness. Reply to objection one. The philosopher speaks of a twofold friendship in his ethics. One consists chiefly in the affection whereby one man loves another and may result from any virtue. We have stated above in treating of charity in question 23 article 1 as well as in article 3 first reply as well again in questions 25 and 26 what things belong to this kind of friendship but he mentions another friendliness which consists merely in outward words or deeds this has not the perfect nature of friendship but bears a certain likeness thereto in so far as a man behaves in a becoming manner towards those with whom he is in contact. Reply to objection two. Every man is naturally every man's friend by a certain general love. Even so, it is written in Ecclesiasticus thirteen nineteen that every beast loveth its like. This love is signified by signs of friendship which we show outwardly by words or deeds, even to those who are strangers or unknown to us. Hence there is no dissimulation in this, because we do not show them signs of perfect friendship, for we do not treat strangers with the same intimacy as those who are united to us by special friendship. Reply to objection three. When it is said that the heart of the wise is where there is mourning. It is not that he may bring sorrow to his neighbor, for the apostle says in Romans fourteen fifteen, if because of thy meat thy brother be grieved, thou walkest not now according to charity, but that he may bring consolation to the sorrowful, according to Ecclesiasticus seven hundred thirty eight, be not wanting in comforting them that weep and walk with them that mourn again the heart of fools is where there is mirth not that they may gladden others but that they may enjoy others gladness accordingly it belongs to the wise man to share his pleasures with those among whom he dwells not lustful pleasures which virtue shuns but honest pleasures according to psalm 132 verse 1 Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Nevertheless, as the philosopher says in Ethics 4.6, for the sake of some good that will result, or in order to avoid some evil, the virtuous man will sometimes not shrink from bringing sorrow to those among whom he lives. Hence the apostle says in 2 Corinthians 7.8, Although I made you sorrowful by my epistle, I do not repent. And further on in Second Corinthians seven nine, I am glad, not because you were made sorrowful, but because you were made sorrowful unto repentance. For this reason, we should not show a cheerful face to those who are given to sin, in order that we may please them, lest we seem to consent to their sin, and in a way encourage them to sin further. Hence it is written in Ecclesiasticus seven twenty six, Hast thou daughters? Have a care of their body, and show not thy countenance gay towards them. Second Article Whether this kind of friendship is a part of justice Objection 1. It seems that this kind of friendship is not a part of justice. For justice consists in giving another man his due. But this virtue does not consist in doing that but in behaving agreeably towards those among whom we live. Therefore, this virtue is not a part of justice. Objection to further. According to the philosopher in Ethics 4.6, this virtue is concerned about the joys and sorrows of those who dwell in fellowship. Now it belongs to temperance to moderate the greatest pleasures as stated above in the Pars Prima Question 60, Article 5, and in Question 61, Article 3 therefore this virtue is a part of temperance rather than of justice objection three further to give equal things to those who are unequal is contrary to justice as stated above in question fifty nine articles one and two now according to the philosopher in ethics four six this virtue treats in like manner known and unknown companions and strangers Therefore, this virtue, rather than being part of justice, is opposed thereto. On the contrary, Macrobius accounts friendship a part of justice. I answer that this virtue is a part of justice, being annexed to it as to a principal virtue, because in common with justice it is directed to another person, even as justice is yet it falls short of the notion of justice because it lacks the full aspect of debt whereby one man is bound to another either by legal debt which the law binds him to pay or by some debt arising out of a favor received for it regards merely a certain debt of equity namely that we behave pleasantly to those among whom we dwell unless at times for some reason It be necessary to displease them for some good purpose reply to objection one as we have said above in question 109 article three first reply because man is a social animal he owes his fellow man in equity the manifestation of truth without which human society could not last now as man could not live in society without truth so likewise not without joy because as the philosopher says in ethics eight no one could abide a day with the sad nor with the joyless therefore a certain natural equity obliges a man to live agreeably with his fellow men unless some reason should oblige him to sadden them for their good reply to objection to it belongs to temperance to curb pleasures of the senses but this virtue regards the pleasures of fellowship which have their origin in the reason in so far as one man behaves becomingly towards another such pleasures need not to be curbed as though they were noisome reply to objection three this saying of the philosopher does not mean that one ought to converse and behave in the same way with acquaintances and strangers, since, as he says in Ethics 4, six, it is not fitting to please and displease intimate friends and strangers in the same way. This likeness consists in this, that we ought to behave towards all in a fitting manner. End of question 114. Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.